This is the Smooth Operator Podcast. I'm Adam Liette, Director of Operations for a seven-figure online business and eight-year veteran of Army Special Operations. On this show, we get into the tactical nitty-gritty of what it really takes to run a thriving online business because at the end of the day, operators lead the way. What's going on, Smooth Operators? Welcome to this episode. Hope you're having a great start to your week. So I'm going to dive into something today, and let me just preface it with saying I am not a lawyer, I'm not a legal expert, but I can read, I can look at things, I can make logical assumptions for myself. However, if you have questions about some of your own practices, some of the own things you're trying to do in your your business, I would recommend consulting a lawyer. So I just want to unpack a recent trend that I'm seeing in small businesses. So... Like many of you, I belong to several, you know, business groups, uh, closed Facebook communities where a lot of other small business owners are located in and where they're sharing and getting advice from one another. And there's this trend that I'm seeing. And it's really alarming because, honest to gosh, it's illegal. Okay, the trend I'm seeing is people putting up, hey, I'm looking for this type of person, I'm looking to hire, and I'd like this type of person. And specifically, I hate to dime you out, but it's females looking to hire only females or bragging about that they have a female team. Hate to dime you out. But I'm just going to say it the way I'm seeing it, because I've seen this now several times. And for the life of me, I, I don't understand why this is even happening. Because the fact of the matter is, it's illegal. It just is. The Equal Employment Opportunity Commission states it's illegal to discriminate against someone for hiring because of that person's race, color, religion, sex... That includes gender identity, sexual orientation, pregnancy, their national origin, their age, their disability, or genetic information. You can also put veteran status in there. Like, we know these things are illegal. The law forbids discrimination in every aspect of employment. This is not right. Now, I'm going to go through a couple things here. Because, it, you know, just for me to say, this is illegal, you should stop it. Like, that's like TikTok-level legal analysis, right? Let's look into a couple of things here. And let me just preface with saying that my experience as a director of operations, leading a team, being in charge of hiring, being a business owner, leads me to look at this whole dynamic and say, what are you doing? The fact is... Or not the fact, but my experience is that having both masculine and feminine energy within your company can be incredibly useful. It can be very good for your team. Very good. You, you can have amazing results by mixing the different level of energies and the different things that we all bring to the table. You know, the best hire I've ever made in my life was a female. She ultimately replaced me in the business that I was working in. 
And what she brought to the team was just a different way of approaching things, a different way of looking at what we were doing, an entirely different feel. And that's a good thing. We should have diversity on our teams. We should be looking for that. Let's go down a couple of the legal bits, though, because, like I said, there are, this isn't clear cut, but, you know, it kind of is. So there are exceptions, and we should go through that. And I have consulted, you know, some legal documents here. But again, consult a lawyer if you have questions. So the key to choosing to hire employees of only one gender lies in the ability to prove that the employee's gender is crucial to their job performance. And what that is known as is bona fide occupational qualification. Now, though this is incredibly difficult to use, that, that exception. So the examples that I'm reading from certain legal sites are like two examples where this is a valid requirement are, for example, cases where a woman's clothing company hires only female models to model women's clothing. Makes complete sense. I think that passes the smell test, the common sense test to all of us listening. Or churches hiring only members of their religion for clergy positions. Makes sense. I don't think anyone would argue with that. So I went a little bit deeper in here, and I found this from Cornell Law. There are three circumstances that Cornell Law uses as justification. The first is privacy reasons. So what they say is uh, requiring at least one security hospital treatment assistant assigned to each psychiatric hospital ward to be the same gender as the ward's patient. Patients as permissible as bona fide occupation qualification. Makes sense. Right? I think there are many cases, especially in medical or in the medical field where this makes sense to us, right? The second circumstance is authenticity in the arts, specifically for film, theater, and television. The last is if the bona fide occupational qualification relates to the normal operation or essence of the business. And the example they provide is considered a mandatory retirement age of 62 for corporate pilots. That is not age discrimination because of safety reasons, just because of, we know the mental and physical functions start to decline after the age of 60, and that's necessary for a pilot's performance. What they specifically state, and I'm going to read this verbatim, word for word, is customer satisfaction or lack thereof is insufficient to justify a bona fide occupational qualification defense. For example, customer preference for female flight attendants does not make femininity a BFOQ. So as an example from my community as well, if you are serving a specific avatar, for example, women entrepreneurs, then just hiring women cannot be justified. That's not covered under the legal statutes. So if you are doing that, I just want to take a moment and sit with this. Sit with the idea that you are being discriminatory. And also, the you're missing out on a potential huge pull 
There, there's all sorts of different people out there that you can hire for your position that may well have something that they can bring to your table that will make your business better. You know, I'm a male, right? I have had male business coaches. I've had female business coaches. Each of them bring a different thing out of me. I've specifically sought out both. And all of them have had their impact in my life. And what amazes me the most is this particular community that I'm a part of, where I keep seeing this happen over and over again, is led by a male. So let me get this straight. Person that's posting job applications like this. You have learned to grow your business from a male, and yet you will not consider hiring males. Does that pass the smell test? Does that make any sense? We don't always have to like the laws that we're required to follow, but you are required to follow them. And it's only a matter of time before it's going to come back and bite you in the bottom. (laughs) Let's be frank. It's going to come back to bite. You are going to face repercussions for this. Maybe not now. Maybe it's five hires from now. Maybe it's when you grow to a scale where someone finally notices. But eventually you are going to have to face the repercussions for your discriminatory job hiring. And if you are doing being discriminatory for any of these reasons, I'm telling you, build your small business like you're going to build your large business. You have to be following these parameters. You must be following the law or it's going to come back. Now, there are some things that we can do, and again... I'm not a lawyer, so you may want to definitely consult with someone. Uh, So from the EEOC document, it says, if an employer requires job applicants to take a test, the test must be necessary and related to the job, and the employer must not exclude people of a particular race, color, religion, sex, national origin, or individuals with disabilities. However, many of us, especially in my business, my my niche, which is online courses, we do need our people that we're hiring to have an awareness of certain topics. Um, As an example, I used to work for a music education company. We would put music-related questions into our pre-screening, also into our trial task, because we wanted to hire people that had musical knowledge. So that was a trial test that we were then grading them upon. So how can we use this in a practical matter in this particular uh, line of thinking of maintaining congruency with the EEOC? So yes, accept applicants from everyone. But like, let's say you are a company that is religious-based. Let's say you're a company for Christian entrepreneurs and you often use Christian doctrine as part of what part of your part of your marketing, parts of your content delivery, parts of your coaching. Could you require knowledge of scriptures? Could you require knowledge of the Quran, for example? I would think you could. You could have that as a trial test that you then grade appropriately. 
Because what does that give? That gives everyone the opportunity where I might not know anything about the Torah. But if I'm good at research, I can do research during my trial task. If you're a female-based company that is doing like female health-related things specifically, like what if you require testing on certain health medical issues that are uniquely associated with females? Like we know that's a thing. So would you want a coach for a business that coaches females to be aware of things like uh, a woman's cycle? That starts to pass a smell test, if that's part of the job. Because again, you're not being discriminatory. Instead, you're judging or you're providing a requirement that they have awareness and can speak intelligently about this, this topic. Again, not a lawyer, but that's something that I might put into the trial task if I'm specifically pushing along this route. I would recommend consulting with a lawyer. Another area is just being able to demonstrate applied knowledge. So, for example, I have quite a few friends that have veterans uh, groups where they specifically will coach veterans on various things. So being able to relate to the combat experience, to the military experience, you could use that as a trial test, something that you're grading them upon. So this is a gigantic bag of worms, right? I think we can all acknowledge that. It's, it's not the most easy thing to talk about in a 10 to 15 minute long podcast episode because there are legal ramifications. But I just encourage anyone listening to this episode, if you're currently practicing hiring like this, like you may want to really take a look at what you're doing and have someone else take a look at it for you. If you desire to have a company of a certain makeup, you may need to think about why. You may need to try to justify it under um, reasons that are covered by the statutes. Otherwise, you're opening yourself up to be sued. You're opening yourself up for liabilities. A whole bunch of mess that I don't think any of you want. We're focused on building our business, and we don't want to necessarily have to put all of our time and energy into fighting the government or losing cash flow based on the large fines that a company can incur. These aren't small fines. You pay for these things. So take a moment, really think about what you're doing. Make sure we're staying legal. Make sure we're abiding by the requirements that are put upon us by whatever state or nation or locality you happen to live in. What I have referenced in this episode is U.S. law. So depending on where you live, that law is probably different, uh, certainly different. Um, consult your own legal statutes of the company of the country in which you're incorporated in. Make sure we're doing things the right way, the legal way, and we won't dis be disappointed in the end. I hope this helps, if for nothing less, for us all to take a look in the mirror and make sure we are indeed treating our... Our, our fellow man, and I say man in the royal sense of the word, the right way, and that we're not practicing things that could be illegal in our country of origin. Thank you so much for listening. Again, consult a lawyer. That's what they are there for. 
And I hope to see you on the next episode where we'll go back to what we talk about well, which is more operational stuff, stuff that actually impacts how we're running the business versus having to get all up in arms about things that we don't want to be dealing with, right? None of us want to be dealing with this stuff. So let's not deal with it by following the law. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a great day and operators lead the way. All right, that wraps up for this episode, but don't let the learning stop here. Join us in the Facebook group where we'll be sharing the latest tactical techniques and tricks that we're seeing work in companies just like yours. Go to adamliette.com slash Facebook. That's A-D-A-M-L-I-E-T-T-E dot com slash Facebook.